This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Let me tell you about my medic. Every minute matters when it comes to an emergency situation. You can be driving around fine. My son-in-law just had this problem. He was driving down the highway right here by the studios. A car just zooms past him. And you think, this guy's, this guy's stupid because uh, it was raining. He comes around a corner, and that car is flipped upside down, and the driver is way down the road. He went through the windshield. Nobody else was around. He pulls his car over. The guy's bleeding to death. He doesn't know what to do. He's like, I, uh, and just then a nurse uh, comes up and she just grabbed a towel from her car and put it over him and said, he's, he's gone. Uh, but you need to have a first aid kit, no matter what the emergency situation is. And you need something that goes beyond my Band-Aid. This is mymedic.com slash Beck. Save 20% on their life-saving first aid kits. The pro kits include life-saving training. They showed me when they were here how to use the tourniquet, which is really simple. It is vital in first aid situations. Mymedic.com slash Beck. Mymedic.com slash Beck. you sick twisted freak welcome to the glenn beck program hey i got good news <laughs> right it's tax day <laughs> who doesn't feel patriotic and charitable today i mean every tax day comes and i'm thinking man they are putting my money to good use i mean i couldn't come up with the ideas and ways to spend like they can i'm so glad i worked you know four months out of the year to be able to just pay taxes, you know, so they could lose it in faraway places or use it for abortions. Or or what I really, really like is when they use it on Davos kind of stuff. Oh, it's so great. So, so great. I felt ultra patriot. I started uh, humming the Star Spangled Banner as I was writing my taxes and I remembered you know, Bagram Air Force Base, that's now Chinese. God bless America. Welcome to Tax Day. You don't have to be a full-blown prepper to understand and appreciate the need for some kind of preparation against times of disasters and hardship. All you need is a willingness to see what goes on in the world around you. To understand that hard times are never further away uh, than just around the corner, being ready for those times is doable. 
especially with my Patriot supply. The food's really good. The whole family is going to love it. You can order yours today and receive a free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system. You've got to think about water. Do you have water? Valued at $279, it comes as a bonus. With this offer, your food and the water needs are covered in a crisis. Your three-month food kit and free Alexa Pure Pro are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes. It just says porn. That way nobody knows you're prepping. It's like, you know, hardcore porn. No. <laughs> anyway, free shipping included. That's not food. That's porn. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't put it off any longer. Tomorrow, maybe too late. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to mypatriotsupply.com. Mypatriotsupply.com. Ah, uh, Stu, I have known you for uh, 27 years. That can't be possible. Really? About that. No, it's not that long, is it? It's Gosh, almost. I hope, I hope not. Yeah, well. Whew, 25? Weird. Something like anyway, that. Anyway, too long. Too long. I've never known you. Too long. (laughs) I've never known you to pay your taxes on time ever. I I don't think I've done it in that time period. Yeah. Now it's possible. You have at some point. You always file for an extension. Always file for an extension. Why? Well, (laughs) I mean, part of it's a self fulfilling prophecy. When you like in in, let's say you're 2013 Mm -hmm. and you file for an extension. Mm-hmm. You got to pay that by October. Mm-hmm. Then you're like two months away from the forms, you know, com- from coming in. So like, it, it's like, it just feels really close. You just did them. And then all of a sudden you got to do them again. Mm-hmm. It's too close. I need an extension. Ah, So then it just, okay. winds, you just wind up shifting the entire calendar. Got it. Okay. To well, October to October instead of sense. April to April like everyone yeah. else. But I will sure. say as, as time has gone on. There have been, uh, you know, I, I don't like to admit that a couple of good things have happened in, in my working career with you and, and things have, uh, you know, improved in some ways. And and <laughs> and in those ways, uh-huh. uh, they have, while well, a lot of good things come from yeah, uh, maybe sure, some sure. extra sure. income and yeah, such, it also right. uh, complicates your tax forms. And now now my full-time oh, job is actually I doing my taxes and my Don't part-time feel time he has to go this. to the bank more now <laughs> gosh i feel bad i mean you. your your atm card gets worn down you have uh, to keep no, getting new ones. Just, no oh uh, man I mean, honestly like he's got to build a pool now <laughs> compared to you <laughs> and your taxes mine are super simple right like so yours, i pay taxes in all 50 states well not probably Point out all fifty because some of them don't have state income tax. Thank you, thank you, Texas. Thank yes. you, Tennessee. Thank you, Florida. And Good, some others. thank you. So if you, I pay any state yeah. that is charging tax, and I think I don't even know how it works. I, I, I think <laughs> it, it started when I started traveling and doing shows in states. I remember sell that. Tickets. Mm. Now, if we sell T-shirts or anything in any state, I think I have to pay for. It. I I don't. I don't really know. I think it's a scam myself. We're just um, bribing each state just yeah, to not come so, after us. Usually it's like no big deal. I owe the state of Georgia like twenty three thousand dollars. I don't even think I was in Georgia last year. <laughs> Wait, that, what, that, Georgia, what are you doing to me? What did I do? Did I sell like a whole bunch of the blaze socks or something? Because mm. I don't get that money. So maybe you should. I don't know. What, seriously, what did we sell or did, was I in Georgia? I don't remember you being in Georgia, but it's possible you were there. I don't think so. One of the things they do, especially for, they call it the jock tax, 
and it was it started really because of like baseball players and you know baseball player you know yeah you yeah, might be that. living in texas and but you go play a game in california and california's oh. like oh wait a minute that guy makes a lot of money and he was here for a weekend i pay new york new york state new york city mm-hmm. and california if i ever broadcast they make me pay tax for the number of days that i have been there yeah they act like you worked there for one day and therefore you owe us income tax which is of course a completely ridiculous standard but of course they apply it and they apply it largely to people who are in the media or who are playing for sports teams because everyone knows where you are right like you know if you're you're a person who's just working a normal job and you're nobody you're, really cares you're, you're filing some spreadsheets like, out in california for yeah. a day no one does anything yeah and you're and likely your boss isn't asking is fred here today where's fred you're right it's exactly like, yeah, yeah especially with the homework thing yeah. it's a total it's a totally different scenario Correct. i mean i know people who went who just like bought campers during COVID. Oh, I know. And just like we're working every day from mm-hmm. a different location and just investigating and, and going through the United States and that's checking why, out new areas. That's why campers are so cheap right now. <laughs> they really are. Really? They're like crazy cheap. Why? Because they they tried. <laughs> Everybody bought a camper like this is the end. I got to get into a camper. <laughs> and they got a camper and now they're like, OK, it wasn't the end. I'm, I'm never going to use this again. <laughs> I didn't really like driving I, on those roads. Right. I actually went to the national parks. <laughs> Holy cow, we'll never do that again. But but back to the taxes part of this, like I have now at the point where like I have five forms that I know I have that have not come in. And I we have get notes from the people that are like, ah, oh, yeah, I couldn't get this done. It's, we'll get it to you in a couple months. It'll be to you before October, though. Don't worry about it. It's like, okay, well, thank you. And I guess uh, it's extension time. <laughs> All right. And the best, part, the best part about an extension, Glenn. And I don't know if you've enjoyed that. I'm sure you have. But you, I know you try to avoid this stuff as much as possible. I thinking don't. About it. I keep so far away right. from anything. I, extension. I don't need an extension. Why would I need an extension? Right. I want to do my patriotic duty. I stay so far away from anything gray. To be clear, an extension is not gray. Oh, I know it's not. Okay, I, I know it's make not. Sure but to me, don't. it's just one of those things. Why didn't he pay his taxes? Well, basically, Why didn't he do it? But you got to do basically a guesstimate. How much do I owe these people? Yeah. And you're like, okay. And of course, if you don't want to get penalized, you have to overestimate how much you're paying. Right. right? So you got to dump a bunch of money to the government uh, and then overpay them a little bit because you don't want to get to the point where you underpaid. Because even if you underpay on a real normal misunderstanding, they'll act as if you did it on purpose and and penalize you for it. This is so absolutely un-American. This whole thing is un-American. It, it really is. Well, you know, the, the, really the IRS coming to audit you. Do you have a warrant? Specifically, what is it you are saying I did? Yeah. Okay. A warrant requires you to say, because this is why we broke, one of the reasons why we broke away from the King of England. He could just, I think it's a writ of a detainer or something like that. I can't remember. But um, the king would just hand these out, and it was a general warrant. And it was like, Stu was doing something <laughs> in his house. Go in and look for it. Okay, well, You can't do that. You could, but that's one of the first things we stopped. Mm-hmm. Well, the IRS does that. Stu, looks like Stu might have done something. Give us all your receipts yeah. for the last seven years. And it's not even that. It's like they don't even have, really even believe. They no. don't even have to have a belief of no. what you did wrong or no. if you did anything wrong. It's like, we're just going to check all your work. And, well, and you know what? 
Who are you to tell me to check my work? I'd like to check yours. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see that the uh, Inspector General's office for the IRS came out and said you need to do a study because all these people are making the same mistakes over and over again? What is it you guys are doing? That is causing these people to ask the same questions and have the same mistakes. And their answer was, no. No, we're not going to do the study. We're not going to. No, I'm just suggesting that maybe you look in because it would be easier. No. They don't care. They don't don't care. They They don't don't care. care. This would be so easy if it was a flat tax. So easy. I made this. Subtract this from that. Put it in an envelope. Send it. Okay. I mean, that's how easy it is. This is a this has become so complex. I'm I'm sitting with uh, attorneys and I'm trying to do the thing, the right things. And I'm I'm sitting with the tax attorneys just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, OK, so what what is the law on this? Well, nobody really knows. Some people no. think this. Some people think that. And I'm like. What kind of law is this? Because if you have now, luckily, we don't have one. If you have a country that is a little lawless and just applies the law differently to different people, you can go after your enemies just through the tax law because, no, that's not the way I read it. Yeah, everyone likes to praise the old Al Capone. Oh, they got him on tax evasion. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, like, they could they, do that to anybody. They got him. They did. They got him on money laundering. Yeah, yeah. Know, he was laundering the money and didn't pay taxes on the money from the laundry service. Right, but they put it, like, they basically put him in a position where it was impossible. Because if he put the, if he put yes. the, the money on the tax forms... It would have been he's laundering money. If he doesn't put it on there, then he's ta- he, it's tax evasion, right? But, <laughs> now, but, look, the, but, not, but the basic thing is, but the basic thing is, he was making illegal money. Right. I have no problem right. if the IRS is no, I, if I'm right. selling drugs, you know what I mean, and I'm laundering it through a laundromat. If the only way to stop me from selling drugs to kids, I'm clearly a bad guy breaking the law. Is because the only thing you could find on me is income tax where I'm taking all that drug money and laundering it. I have no problem with that. I I think, though, when you think of that story fundamentally, of course, anyone who does something illegal, if you're if you're laundering money, you should you should be penalized for it. If you've done something illegal, obviously, we're all against that. But the way that story is used is. When someone's doing something really bad and you know about it and you can't prove it, go after him on something else. Eventually, through taxes or something, you'll get them. No, that's how that story me, is often utilized. So let me take it from uh, Al Capone and make it Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. The reason why Al Capone they couldn't get him on anything is because he was protected. Mm-hmm. He had a complete lock on the press. He had a complete lock with those who were doing any kind of banking with him. He had thugs to silence people. He had the power to get away with it. And so it's not like I think somebody is doing some wrong. It's somebody that you you know, but no one will step up to the plate. And it's such a heinous crime Guys, find the window into this. I mean, this is this is the way I'm beginning to feel about the Bidens. Look, I don't want to go after 
anybody uh, for any if you committed a crime, we go after you for the crime you may have committed. Mm -hmm. This is so clear that the FBI and everybody else is just turning a blind eye that you kind of you can look at it and go, you know, the only way you're going to get justice is if you get some you get somebody like uh, what was his name uh, that led the the Treasury Department on this. Uh, gosh, what was his name? Uh, shoot. Elliot Ness. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I thought you were talking about the Biden thing. When like, you oh. have, no, no, no. When you have Elliot Ness, you need somebody like an Elliot Ness to step in and go, yeah, I'm not with the rest of the treasury. Yeah, I'll give you who Elliot Ness is right now. Alvin Bragg. That is exactly what's going on with Donald Trump right now. They've, they have decided no. he's so evil. They have to find something on him, but they, they have no, decided to part create- of, no, no, no. They're part of the corrupt system that today's Al Capone is running. They're part of that corrupt You're system. seeing it from the other side. I'm seeing it from. But like, ju- you are always the guy who says, how is this going to be used essentially against us? And it is being used against conservatives Correct. right now. They, this Look, I, I'm not I mean, critical of the Al Capone thing. No, but I, know, I do I think this is what governments do. They, th- what they're doing with Trump right now is this man is so evil. He's so Hitler. He's so Satan. That it doesn't matter but if the things we're right. charging him with are real or not. Correct. We just go after him right. no, no matter but what. Find something in this 65,000 pages of law that we can convince a couple of people that he's evil on and then we'll throw him away forever. That's the corrupt system. Okay? Yeah. That's the corrupt That's court it- system of Al Capone. Donald Trump, there is no crime. And if it is a crime, it's a misdemeanor. This is like this is like uh, Al Capone. The worst thing he ever did was jaywalk and they get him for income tax evasion. Uh, That's a legitimate laundry. What are you talking about? I'm a laundromat. (laughs) Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, there are two sides of the same story here. Like they obviously the Al Capone thing was a lot more serious. But you do see how these governments when you give them this tax code. With a hundred million rules that nobody understands to the point of I talk to my accountants and I ask them, oh, I, I said, how is this supposed to be treated? And they go, as you point out, I, I don't, don't know. know. Well, some people say this. Some people say that there's nothing clear in the law. How does how does a society operate under this? You don't. It, it's ridiculous. It, it causes you to be fearful of the that's why people yeah. are fearful of the IRS. I know I've never cheated on my taxes. Mm-hmm. Never. And I would say that, you know. If I cheated on my taxes, no, I wouldn't because then I would be a dishonest person. But I've never <laughs> cheated on my taxes. Never. No. But still, you have the fear of, oh, man, they could come knocking at your door. I mean, they've audited me once the first year that Obama was in. I got an audit. Shocking. Yeah. Clear. I think they even owed me money. Uh, so it was, so nice. it was clear. But it still is something that you're like, oh, no, not the IRS. Right. And I know because of this job, I I go way above and beyond of what even I think is legitimate or fair or because I'm terrified that they're going to come for a political purpose. Right. For a political purpose. I just assume it's going to happen every year. So, you know, you go way out of your way to make sure. But still, like, that's not that's insane. I'll tell you who the Elliot Ness is. The Elliot Ness is not from New York. Mm. I'll, I'll tell you who the Elliot Ness is in just a second. Not a lot surprises me anymore. You give the government uh, overreach. Um, you know, we've seen it, been there, gotten the T-shirt to prove it. Oh, yeah, really? 
But we're actually watching our country go down a path towards a banana republic in real time. Uh, who was it? Carol Roth said to me, it's like watching a train derailment in slow motion. We're seeing it. We all are. We have to stand up. And how do we do that? Well, in little ways, a whole bunch of little ways. One of them is making sure you're spending money with the right people when you can. Sometimes you don't have a choice. But with Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area, but you aren't simultaneously helping fund woke propaganda from these companies that just can't get away from it. 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make switching incredibly easy. They are on the same cell towers as all the big three carriers. So you're going to get the same great coverage, but you're going to save money and give it to people who are helping defend you and our country and our Bill of Rights. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Call 878-PATRIOT. It's 878-PATRIOT. patriotmobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, so uh, Kyle Serafin is going to join us here in a minute. You know who Kyle Serafin is. Kyle Serafin is, uh, has now indefinitely been suspended by the FBI as a special agent and a U.S. Air Force veteran. Um, he's one of the guys who's like, no, I'm going to stand against this. This is wrong. What's happening, what they're trying to do is wrong. He's also a practicing Catholic. He's got a problem with the FBI's misuse of resources. This is, these are the kinds of guys that Elliot Ness was. Remember Elliot Ness, if you watch the movie Untouchables, he was just a squeaky clean guy. He was offended by people who were dirty. He didn't want anything to do with it. That's why Sean Connery said, it's a Chicago wag. And uh, he ended up bloody. I just say, Kevin Costner didn't. He still looked great in a nice, very well-cut suit. Anyway, he was a really do-gooder. Let's go do good. Those are the kinds of people that we need to stop the corruption. And those are the very people the FBI and the Justice Department are targeting. That's why... Our voice is so important to stand up for these people. Uh, Kyle's going to bring us up to speed on uh, on his situation with the FBI. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how the government is just targeting the Catholic Church. It's a Catholic president, or he says he is. I know he's not, but really targeting Catholics in the Catholic Church. The FBI? No. Yeah. Kyle Serafin next. The Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Have you fed your dog yet today? How did he or she like it? How much nutritional good do you think it's doing him? If it's kibble food, the unfortunate answer is probably not very much. Just like your body, your dog's body needs um, 
needs good stuff and it instinctively searches for those things that make his body healthier and happier. So the question is, since you're his owner, what can you do to make it better? Well, dog food is dead food, especially kibble. I mean, it's uh, it's not good. Everybody knows nutrition isn't brown. It's green. Fortunately, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black invented the solution. It is called Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement you put on your dog's food full of vitamins and minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. If it's good for your dog, most likely it's in Rough Greens. Uno loves it. Get your first trial bag free just by going to ruffgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or you can call 833-GLEN. 33. Or you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn if you want to subscribe to Blaze TV. Just use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're, we're really glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we are... I'm going to be taking the collection from David Barton, myself, and Mercury One, the American Journey Experience, uh, out on the road this summer, and I invite you to see it. It is something that you and your children, honestly, will never forget. Uh, from the Dark Ages to Darth Vader, um, we cover all of it, uh, and it's uh, it's about a $75 million uh, collection, and it's never gone on the road before, and we would love for you to see it. You can get your tickets. It's happening the week before July 4th and the week of July 4th in St. George, Utah. Many of the places, uh, many of the tickets are already sold out. Um, so now we're looking, uh, I think, a 4th of July still has some tickets available, and then a few days before has some tickets available Find them now, unitedwepledge.org slash tickets. Um, it is, it's a really good cause. These guys are trying to build a, uh, a little mini America, you know, with George Washington's home and Independence Hall and everything else. Uh, and St. George is trying, really, I think, to become America's most patriotic uh, and most uh, Bill of Rights-centered city in America. Uh, and so we wanted to help them with that. So David Barton will be out with me. By the way, we're going to do one of our history courses. Usually they're three days long, but we'll do them in one day. I think there are two of those. May only be one, but I think two. Uh, and you can find out all about that at wallbuilders.com or uh, or at uh, unitedwepledge.org. Get your tickets now. All right. Stu? Uh, I have uh, Kyle Serafin is supposed to be on with us here in a second. This is the guy who has, he said, no, I'm not going to take the COVID vaccine. So they, they uh, put him on leave and he's been on leave now for ever. Uh, and they, um, they said the latest letter he received from the FBI basically said, we're going to charge you with felonies, misdemeanors, we have all kinds of policy violations, and they all stem from his COVID-19 uh, test. He said, I'm not going to get it every 72 hours. I'm not going to do it. 
Um, and then he started to engage in 2021 in whistleblower activities, and, and he's still uh, part of that. But there's no protection for him. He's blowing the whistle on the power. And the power and the media have, you know, they have their narrative. So All whistleblowers he, are not equal. They're not. That's definitely they're something not. we've learned. No. Uh, and so he is resigning uh, now after uh, 10 months of non-paid status. Mm. And, uh, and he's filed all of this on Twitter. What's interesting is, uh, and I was hoping he would be on today, but I think we're going to miss him. Um, the, uh, what's interesting is his father was the head of KRLD here in Dallas, Texas. When Waco happened, he was the vice president and station manager of KRLD, and they did all of the news, news coverage. And David Koresh reached out to him, this FBI agent's dad, and said, uh, I, I just, we want our message heard. And it was at the end of the uh, standoff, and he said, if you just air my interview, a conversation with me, we'll surrender. And he went back and forth, didn't know what was the right thing to do. Yeah, first it was a message in exchange for releasing children, right? And he they, they would play his message on the air, and then they would release two children. And that happened several times, if I remember right. Um, and then it was, he said he would surrender if they played, I think it was a 58-minute, uh, you know, manifesto-ish type yeah. of thing from Koresh. Which they did play, and then he did not surrender <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that right. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, he said that you know after he saw what the FBI did, he was wrestling: Do I run this manifesto or not? This is not good. And then he afterwards he thought, "Were we on the right side?" No. And kind of went back and forth. I'd, I'd love to talk to his dad because. What? Where did he end up now, especially that his son is an FBI agent and being held out because he's like, no, I won't cross these lines. Yeah. And we're at the, what, 30th anniversary of Waco? Tomorrow, I think, is the 30th anniversary of Waco. Yeah. We're doing a, uh, we're doing a special. We thought it would be appropriate on uh, the day of Waco. Um, does, does the FBI help or hurt American citizens? Have we learned anything from Waco? Tomorrow we're going to uh, show you We've how, learned how to redo houses yes. in incredible ways and then resell them for more money. Really? Is that what we... That's what we've learned from Waco now. Uh, I think uh, there was something else that happened in Waco 30 years ago, but now Waco is the place where you go to buy, to redo a house and then resell it. U.S. agencies have been weaponized against us, its own citizens, and it's now out of control. That show is tomorrow at 9 p.m. Isn't it weird how the gains have... Because really Waco was only known for it, this. It was only that was known. It. Yeah, that was it. It's, it didn't even happen in Waco, right? It was outside of Waco. But yeah. It was near Waco. And it was like wacky Waco. Right. It right? was crazy. Yeah. And it's exactly. and just these two people who have come together and like helped with, yeah. uh, you know, with this and, and built, I mean, if, I, I don't know if you've been down there at all recently, but they, they built like kind of like their own little oh, city. Oh, it's great. To, oh my gosh, they have a compound. The games have a compound. <laughs> They do. There's a great bakery oh there. They gosh. sell all sorts. This is a compound. We got to figure out what's going again. on in that bakery. Anyway, Kyle is joining us now. Uh, Kyle, we only have a couple of minutes here, uh, but I wanted to touch base with you. Uh, tell me about what is. Are are you officially employed 
by the FBI now or not? Have they stopped their threats of, you know, felonies? They, uh, they haven't gotten back to me at all, but uh, it's sort of like a girlfriend who breaks up with you, burns all your stuff in the front yard, and you come home, and then she asks why you're breaking up with her. That's kind of <laughs> my, my feeling about it at this point. Right. Um, okay. So I, I went ahead and, and let them down easy. I let them know that I'm happy to resign after 10 months of not being paid and not being considered uh, one of their employees. And, you know, 12 months after they took my badge and my gun away, I guess I, I, I will acknowledge that I don't work for them since they couldn't do it. Wow, you are. I mean, they are. They they are coming after you with everything. They say that you're. Uh, uh, you intentionally misused your weapon during firearms training. What? That's right. Yeah, they did. I mean, they just yeah. they'll throw anything at you to uh, scare you and to keep you quiet. Um, yeah, that's true. I wanted to know your your father was uh, played a real role uh, with Waco. And what I read said that he had struggled back and forth on, you know, did we do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? Did did that play any role in your life and decision to become an FBI agent and how you view the FBI? It certainly did. Yeah, there's, there's no question about it. That was my first experience. In fact, that was part of a lot of the interviews I did with the Bureau early on when I was going through the hiring process because... You know, my father's uh, experience basically said that the ATF was a bunch of clowns and they had done a bunch of really funny things, and silly things that he couldn't uh, he couldn't square with a top tier sort of federal law enforcement agency. And then, you know, he had this completely different experience with uh, with the special agent in charge of the Dallas field office at that time. And he always thought they were really just a squared away crew, that they were very professional, that they came in and handled business the way they needed to. I think a lot of his misgivings about the way things went down was he wasn't sure if if he did, had, uh, you know, not telling people that David Koresh was suicidal, not telling people that David Koresh spoke about himself in the past tense during the Waco standoff, whether that was the right thing to do. But he was concerned that that was going to trigger an even worse reaction than what had happened. Yeah. And so, he, you know, that was one of those things that, you, you know, in, in the radio world and, and, and in the uh, immediate news business, you just don't know who's seeing what and when. And so there used to be a lot of scruples about what people would release and what they would say because, because they knew there were real world consequences for right. what they said on air. Did, um, how does your dad feel? Is your dad still alive? He is. Yes, absolutely. How does your dad feel about the FBI now? I think he's incredibly disappointed. He uh, always tells me he's proud of what I was doing. He, uh, you know, a lot of the, the, the fights that he took to CBS radio at the time that he was involved with them and some of the, the ethics complaints that, you know, my dad was kind of a fighter. I'm sort of the same way. Once you, once we've set ourselves on a set of principles, the principles are far more important than the job. Yeah. And, uh, so I think he, he, uh, empathized with where I was coming from and, and in fact, you know, sheltered my family in his house for six months, despite the fact that it was pretty uncomfortable for all of us. But uh, it was one of, one of those things that had to be done. And I think he's on board. So, um, uh, Kyle, let me switch the subject here real quick to I think the last time we spoke, the Justice Department was standing by uh, Merrick Garland saying we are not targeting Catholics. This is ridiculous. It was only one person that was doing that. We quickly threw that out. And we find out now that's not true at all. That's right. Yeah. They, so they were they were digging into these uh, dioceses or these uh, various parishes that were in the the diocese of Richmond. Um, it sounds like there was an undercover there. I haven't seen the documents that Jim Jordan's people have uncovered. I don't know if they've been made public at all. But even even with what I reread, I went back and reread the the, uh, the particular Intel product that I released. And what it essentially stated was is that you could tell that there was a firsthand source of information that was bureau. Uh, that was part of the bureau, 
And, and the assessment that I've made, and my buddy who kind of has a joke about the 51 uh, Intel professionals who wrote letters about, uh, you know, how the Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation. Mm-hmm. We say that that uh, Intel product has all the hallmarks of an undercover actually writing it. And so there's a, a strong belief among the guys that I work with that not only did the Bureau have an undercover, but that undercover may have been an analyst who actually wrote the individual Intel product, which makes sense because whoever wrote it knew a lot about Catholic, you know, the inside baseball of the Catholic Church, more than I know, to be fair, as a Catholic for 40-something years. You know, he went to Georgetown University, the, the analyst who wrote it, and uh, clearly has an axe to grind against maybe the more conservative part of the church, which is very interesting that uh, the Bureau kind of let him off the leash to write that. And more interesting wow. that the, uh, the Chief Division Council signed off on it. Why? Because he didn't have an axe to grind? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally bizarre. There, it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's another one of these instances. My first whistleblower allegation was not so much that people were being watched at school board meetings by the FBI. There's a potential for that to be a federal crime if you make an interstate threat. So there is a, uh, a nexus for the Bureau to get involved. But when the attorney general says we're not going to use counterterrorism resources, that looks like perjury to me. I'm just one guy. Um, but, you know, obviously the, Jim, the office uh, that uh, Jim Jordan received it with thought the same thing. And this is the same kind of situation. You know, the, the attorney general got up and said, I don't think we have any sources. In fact, they definitely did. That starts looking like perjury. These, are, these should be real problems for all Americans because we should expect these people to at least not lie under oath at the yeah. very minimum. Yeah. Kyle, thank you so much. I'm glad to uh, hear then. And, and please keep us up to date. Uh, if you know they do still keep coming after you, um, we'd like to hear about it. Um, and thanks for the whistleblowing and all that you do. God bless you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks you so bet. much for having me on. You bet. Kyle Serafin. Uh, it is. Uh, it's really fun when you can look at something in a new way. And a real example of this is windows in your home. When you get new window treatments from Blinds.com, you'll see what I mean. It makes a huge difference in the way your home looks. Blinds.com, the easiest way to get the job done. And I mean, easy to the point that you can be, you know, sitting outside, you know, under a tree and they're doing all the work. You just have to click installation at checkout. You can do it yourself if you want. And you could also get help picking everything out by talking to one of their design experts for free. They're really good. They'll help you on design and how to decide what is the best selection, everything from classic shutters to outdoor roller shades and a whole lot more. The last time I was on the phone with them, they recommended, I saw this product and I was like, what about this one? I think this is really good. And uh, they said, yeah, that one is overpriced. You get a better product on this one. And, uh, you're not going to have the problems with it. And they were talking the price down to me. Uh, to me, that always speaks volumes of a company's integrity. It's blinds.com. They have covered over 25 million windows and counting. 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's blinds.com. Save 45% off selected products. It's blinds.com. 45% off now. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. So there is uh, news now coming out about uh, Jack Teixeira. He is the guy who is leaking the information from the DOD. Um, But, you know, when this story first broke and we had a name, 
uh, our head of research who used to be in military intelligence said impossible doesn't happen like you can't have his rank and be able to go find the, it's just not the way the system works. He said, I don't understand it. Maybe things have changed. Well, uh, apparently not. There is a new uh, uh, quote out from um, former director of the National Intelligence, Cash Patel. He said, you can't do this. He said, Shashera would not have had access to the information without someone within the Department of Defense or the intelligence community giving it to him, providing it to him, or telling him he should put it out there. It's just not possible. You could be the biggest IT in the DOD, but you're still compartmented off of the actual information. Almost never does an IT person need to know, as we say, the substance of intelligence. It's their job to secure information systems around it to protect any disclosures. Now, they are now saying that uh, the media needs to, you know, shore itself up to not reveal any kind of top secret information. And they're saying they need new powers to be able to go in and just monitor everything online. No, no. How about you tell us how this happened? I mean, you guys leaked it. So this is not our problem or the Internet's problem or, or really anybody else. How did he get this information specifically? Because something's clearly broken if this kid can get it. So tell me how it happened. Tell me how you're going to fix it. And then we can all go on and on with our lives, knowing that our secure information is secure. All right, more in a minute.